Hey friends, I'm Jordan. And I'm Shelby. And you're you're listening listening to to the Cultivate Women's Podcast. We are pastor's wives at Passion Creek Church, and we exist to encourage and empower women to cultivate a life that is rooted in Christ. We invite you to join us as we walk through what that looks like in the context of friendship, leadership, relationships, and hardships. Welcome back to the Cultivate Women's Podcast. We are continuing in our series. This is actually our last episode of the series of Spiritual Formations, and we will be talking about silence and solitude today. Uh, It's kind of a different practice. I feel like we've said that about a lot of them, Um, (laughs) but it is like not something that I feel like is practiced often. I don't even think it's something that it's thought of as a practice. Yeah. Because um, our culture is so fast paced that it's like, oh, you're taking time to just like sit and be quiet like that. I can't do that. Like, yeah. And you know, I feel like you it's, can't turn your mind off. Like there's so many yeah. things. And I feel like it's a weird practice because a lot of the practices is something that you're doing versus right, this active. is something that you're like actively like not like you're you're doing something, but it's it sounds more like you're not doing something. Right. You know, does that? Yes. It's like because you're not taught. It's silent. Opposite of kind of what the other practices. Right. Are. Except for like meditation. That's kind of. It's similar. Similar-ish, but you're right. actually, like, processing stuff mm-hmm. in meditation, whereas, like, silence and solitude is, like, you're literally, like, being silent. Yeah. And I feel like that's so hard to do. It's very hard. Like, I know for me, it's very, like, I, even at night, like, it takes me 15 to 20 minutes to fall asleep because I can't, I don't know how to shut my mind off. Right. Like, it just goes. Like, I just think from one thing to the next and I don't, I, I don't understand how people do it. Yeah. How like, people it's a just very sit. hard concept. It is. Me. And I think also like just as people, like I feel like it's very hard for us to just sit in silence. Like I think we think it's awkward. Like, yes. or we just don't like for me, like I could be doing anything at any time. And I, like my first thing will be like, oh, let me turn on music. Like mm. I don't want to just, I don't want there to be no noise. Yeah. That, like anything, you know? Yeah. It's very hard for me to just not have anything on or like driving. Like I have to have music on. It just needs to be on like anything, like any sort of noise. See, I don't, I guess I don't mind being in like quiet. Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm a mom. Yeah. I that's, feel like that might play a role. That's true. Yeah. The that <laughs> my, there's not many. You enjoy your quiet. quiet. Yeah. Um, and so I enjoy those moments. So I don't mind like driving without the radio or like even if I'm by myself. But it's, but it's, I feel like silence and solitude takes it a step further than just like cutting out the surrounding noise around right. you. Right. Like it's you're also supposed to inside. quiet your mind and yeah. your heart and your soul. And that is what's hard for me. Mm-hmm. I can't, I have the hardest time quieting myself. Yeah. Um, but the whole purpose is so that you can um, hear from God. Because right. if we're, if we're so busy, like, talking either talking to god like in prayer which is not a bad thing right but if we're the constantly the ones talking then we leave no room for him to respond right like we leave no room for him to um to participate in the relationship it's yeah kind of like a one-way street if we never like shut up and be quiet yeah <laughs> um but even like outside of praying like even if uh you're like you don't have to be praying and then taking like times of silence for the Lord to like speak to you I feel like he can talk to you like if you just take the time to be quiet for sure like, yeah it doesn't have to be a, in a in a, a atmosphere of prayer right like it can just be like okay I'm just gonna sit here and 
not not do it you know like yeah quiet myself well like you said the Lord. it's like making room for God to speak to you like if you don't make room for that like you're not going to hear him like God could be trying to tell you something and you have been constantly just going through like everything in your life daily like your head like you said like your mind's constantly going and everything's going around you that you you haven't made the opportunity for you yourself to hear God um and I think that's a th- like that's a, like a lot of the reason why we don't get answers from God or we don't feel like yeah. we have a genuine relationship with God because like we're spending all this time talking to him or just talking or just like our minds so crazy that we we're not leaving room for him to say anything to us yeah. like in a relationship like with anybody else like if you're constantly the one talking the other person never gets to say anything like, I know, like how does that relationship your function marriage or like yeah. if you're dating like think about how that would work like yeah if you never stop talking and right like that other person would be like okay well peace out you know right. like i don't how am i supposed to participate or be a part of this relationship if i can't say anything right and yeah it's the same thing like we have to view our relationship with god just like our relationship with another human mm-hmm. because that's what it is. Like God yeah. wants to have like that real, raw, like authentic relationship with right. us. It's not just like, oh, he's up there like watching over me. Yeah. You know? Like which, yes, he watches over you, but. Um, it's more than it's that. It's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there are, I think it would be a healthy thing to do to just like implement that like weekly or mm-hmm. even like. You could even do it daily, but just like for a short amount of time, right? Um, but I then you could do it like annually or uh, quarterly. Like it's it's just making sure that you're implementing it in your life versus like never like taking the time to like right. be quiet, right? Yeah, because I think not only is it like it's like we talked about, it's not only like silencing the outside, but also the inside, mm-hmm. and I think the other thing that comes with the the silence part of the silence and solitude practice is it's also like listening so I think it's easy to not easy but like to just take it as okay I just need to be quiet and just sit in quiet but it's also like listening for God like for what God has to say to you and I think um that's like the other aspect of it it's not just like being quiet and being like okay God talk to me but it's like being ready for God to speak to you and then listening to that like hearing that um but then the other side of it is also the solitude so I think we can think solitude like like um like getting away from everybody but I think that you can also have like you can also practice the solitude part of silence and solitude like like not like taking a trip you know like Mm -hmm. you don't need to take a trip to practice solitude it doesn't need to be this like two-hour process like you said it could be like in little chunks of your day where you just spend 10 minutes but like if it's driving then it's driving you're spending 10 minutes by yourself in the car in silence no radio on you know what I mean just giving God the room to speak to you and being open to listen to what he has to say to you yeah and I think that there are some like really fun ways to do it where it doesn't seem like Oh, you know, like yeah. I have to like go off by myself and be right. It doesn't need to be intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be like this huge thing. Like our church just did a spiritual formation retreat, and so all of these things that we've been talking about in all of our previous um, episodes, we went up with some people from the church who had like signed up, and we rented it like an Airbnb, and. We just got to learn more about these practices and about how we can implement them into our daily 
weekly, annually lives. And um, it was really neat. And But there was like a portion of that where we got to practice this specific practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was really cool is we got to do it like up in like the woods. Mm-hmm. Like it was... Um, we were in Flagstaff and so if you're from Arizona, you know, Flagstaff, it's beautiful, pine trees, like, um, mountains, just really, really cool. And so, um, the, the temperature was a lot cooler, which was super nice. So we could actually be outside and hang out and we got to just kind of, um, go our separate ways, like within the area where we were hiking. Um, and we got to pray. And then we were like, because it was 15 minutes and 15 minutes, I feel like, um, if you're not used to like sitting down and like having like a a designated, like set time of like praying can be like hard to pray for that amount of minutes. Like, especially even if you're praying through the Psalm, because I was praying through the Psalm and there was only like, uh, like nine verses or Mm -hmm. something. And so it wasn't a ton. Yeah. And, um, I didn't fill up the whole 15 minutes of prayer. And so we had the option to take, um, to practice this silence. Um, and then solitude, we were all separate. So I was mm-hmm. alone and I had my Bible. And then once I was done, like praying through the Psalms, I just closed my Bible and I just sat there. Um, and it was like, it was hard because I, I would just see stuff. Like yeah. you would see the clouds and it was really crazy because the clouds move yeah so fast yeah you're just like wow (laughs) um but so like i would just like see something but then i'd have to like refocus myself Mm -hmm. like okay lord cut out the distractions you know like i'm trying to like i want to listen i want to hear from you right um and so that's what we were all encouraged to do. And we had people who were, when we all came back together after the 15 minutes was over and was like, there are things that I've been praying for. And I took time to just be silent and listen. And mm-hmm. God answered. Mm-hmm. God answered things I've been asking him about. And you could just see the like tears in her eyes and like how touched in the moment that she had with God. Right. And it was just so cool to see like, She's been praying for so, for, you know, for however long for whatever this was or multiple things. Um, but then she decided to, to stop praying and start listening to yeah. like, allow God to speak and to answer her right. to what she's been asking for. And he did. Right. Like, and that's just so, like, it's so powerful. Yeah, and that's so such powerful. such a great example of like, you could be asking all of these things and you could think like, the Lord's not listening or he mm-hmm. doesn't care or he's never going to answer me. But have right. you ever sat back, got away from everything, gone off by yourself, whether that's locking yourself in your closet, right. you know, like whatever it is, um, and just listen, like right. have you listened for his answer? Yeah. And a lot of the times we don't. Right. Yeah. We're just too, like, we're just asking, asking, asking. Yeah. Um, but no, that's super cool. And that's super powerful. And I think that like getting away from like, like your your daily rhythms for a little bit is super helpful because it it just helps you align yourself with God. And I think the big thing when it comes to silence and solitude is that like at the end of it, like you might not hear from God and that's okay. That doesn't mean that it was worthless. Like you, if you're approaching it like, okay, I have to do this so that I can hear what God, like God needs to talk to me today. Um, I don't think that you have the right intention behind it. Like, I think ultimately, yes, like we want to like quiet ourselves so that we make room for God to speak to us. Um, 
but like the essence of it should be to really just like quiet ourselves so that we can be in the presence of God yeah I I think that like being with God should be our deepest desire and when we're with God then he speaks to us and sometimes he might not have anything to say to us and that's okay like we should be enjoying just being in his presence and knowing that he is like you said, not a God that's just up in heaven, like watching us and wondering, like, and looking at us and being like, that's nice. Like he is present with Mm -hmm. us. Like he is in our lives and he's like next to us and he's all around us. And so knowing that we are giving ourselves the opportunity to just be present with him and like enjoy that should be why we're wanting to do it. If that makes sense. We shouldn't be coming to that practice with expectations. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, like you said, it shouldn't be, I'm doing this um, so that God will speak to me. Right. It's kind of like fasting too. Like I feel like there's a lot of times where you can go over the top where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to practice silence and solitude and I'm not going to speak for hours on end and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be super disciplined at it. And it's like, well, like, no, like you don't need to do, you don't need to go crazy with it, you know? Um, It doesn't need to be like illegal. Like it's not a lot, like you don't need to practice it. Like it's like this rule that you have to do. You should want to do it. Yeah, and I think that we, and, and if you don't hear from God, like you said, it's not, pointless it wasn't worthless like it's not um there you're not going to hear from god every time you practice silence and solitude Mm -hmm. um but but again on like the same side like you never know when you will right so it's like if you never practice you'll definitely never hear right um but it but if you practice often it doesn't mean you'll hear often it just means you're you're um, opening up and you're allowing God to participate in the conversation. Right. And like actually speak to you. Right. Um, the answer may be wait. Right. Like whatever you're praying for, it might not be the yes or the no yet. It mm-hmm. may be the wait. And mm-hmm. so um, he may not be responding. He may right. not be answering you in that silence and solitude because uh, whatever it is, whether he's building your character before he says yes to whatever to all, you know, the different situations, um, it very much could be a wait. And that's why like, he's not like responding. If right. that makes sense. Um, and I also think that like, I don't know. I think that you probably could have like hear the audible voice of God. Like I've never experienced that. Like yeah. I know people who have, so I'm yeah. not going to say that it's not like possible. Right. Um, but uh, we, I think we've talked about this kind of in, I don't even remember which episode it was, but it's a lot of the times it's um, scripture based. Mm-hmm. Like he'll speak to you by bringing a specific scripture to mind. Right. Something that like you had, like, it's not that you were reading from it that morning. I mean, you could have been, but right. just like out of nowhere, a certain verse pops in your head. Oh, or a certain phrase taken from a verse pops in your head. Right. Um, and a lot of the ways that's the way God speaks to you. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we overlook, maybe the Lord is speaking to us um, in our silence and solitude and we're not realizing it because we, it's sounding like ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're, we just think, oh, I'm getting distracted again or, oh, I'm, so I think that there's like that fine line and like understanding like, is this me talking to myself or mm-hmm. making things up or like is 
it's so hard to tell yeah and I think that that's why it's an important practice because the more that you practice it the more in tune you get with distinguishing between like this is God speaking to me or this is like my mind just wandering or whatever it is and that's why I say like like that's why we're saying like if you don't feel like you've heard from God after practicing it one time like that doesn't mean that you failed at it. Right. That means like that's fine. Like it's pra- like you're practicing it for a reason so that it becomes something that is more natural to you mm-hmm. um, and it makes it easier for you to hear God and make space for God to speak. Yeah. And if we don't look at it as something of like I'm doing this in order to get this. Right. If we don't look at it that way, then it makes it a lot easier to do it as a practice. For sure. I think it is something that you do all the time. Right. It's not just like, oh, I've been praying for something and I haven't heard God respond. So I'm going to practice silence and solitude. Yeah. Like this is something that should be incorporated into your everyday life Mm -hmm. as just a normal, normal everyday practice. Yeah. Um, And that's not something that we often do or like look at it I feel like if someone practices silence and solitude so often it's because it's in response to I want an answer or I don't feel like God's with me or a present or talking Mm -hmm. to me um when we should be just practicing it all along and the more you practice it the more often you practice it like you said you just you become more aware and in tune into understanding Am I talking to myself? Is the Lord talking to me? Mm-hmm. Is the devil talking to me? Because it yeah. all sounds like the same. Right. You know, like yeah. it's all your mind. Like the devil um, attacks us and accuses us and tempts us. But it all sounds like it's us. Like we're yeah. accusing ourselves if like having self-negative talk, like all of that. So it's the more you practice it, the easier you are going to be able to distinguish the difference in the voices. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's like that with all of the practices, like everything that we've talked about, like I think that you, the core reason behind practicing them should be to, like, you are desiring a deeper relationship with God, and you want to have that, and so that should be, like, your intention behind practicing all of these things, and if you don't have that, like, if you don't feel like, oh, I want a deeper relationship with God, then, like, that's something that you, like, you can start praying about that, like, God, Mm -hmm. I want this, I want a deeper relationship with you, and that will, like, like kickstart you into wanting to practice these things um but i think that like with all the practices we've talked about um like you're not just gonna do it one time and then be like a champion at it right like and be this like amazing woman of god who just knows everything and like it's it's a practice over time and throughout your whole life like you're never going to be a hundred percent great at every single one of these things but Mm -hmm. it's like that's what the christian walk is is constantly like walking in this way practicing the spiritual um discipline so that we can become more and more like jesus and we're never going to be perfect like we're never going to get there but we're constantly growing and that's kind of what this what this walk is about you know yeah and i think that they're like so all of these practices um it's if you're not doing any of them or if you're only doing some of them, I feel like it's easy to just take it one practice at a time, mm-hmm. like implement one practice, just yeah. really like get into a routine and a schedule. And as you figure, like you think you figured that one out, yeah. add in another one. Right. And I think a really good way to do that is by understanding your upstream practices and downstream practices. Yeah. Um, and so upstream meaning it's something that's a little bit harder for you to do Mm -hmm. like like going upstream that takes work right um and a downstream practice is something that comes more natural and it's kind of a lot easier for you um and so downstream practices you should 
definitely be doing all the time because they're natural easy yeah like you very much enjoy doing them right and then upstream practices are a little bit more difficult but you still need them right and so implementing like one practice at a time so you're doing both an upstream and a downstream Mm -hmm. like on a constant basis um and we are going to be starting our enneagram series and so um we'll talk about like what downstream practices and upstream practices are and like how what they um relate with 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 each like enneagram number yeah um but it's very much understanding your personality and knowing like um what's harder for you what's easier for you Mm -hmm. and then take those practices one step at a time and work on them right practice them yeah like i think that um like through all these practices like I think anybody can do all of them yes at any time like it's not like oh that's not for me like I think that all the practices are or they're for everybody Mm -hmm. um there are some that come more natural to some of us like you said and that are harder for some of us um but definitely like taking it one step at a time like starting with one thing and then going from there you don't need to take them all at once like that's impossible like don't set yourself up for unrealistic expectations of being able to like do all of these all at one time in one day every day Mm -hmm. like that's not gonna work (laughs) yeah we so at the retreat what we did is we were able to kind of like draw out a diagram and it's from a book um that trey had while we were there i'm looking at his bookshelf and i'm not (laughs) seeing it so i'm sorry i'm not sure what the book was called um but basically it was like we drew out circles and there were daily practices and weekly practices Mm -hmm. um and then you could like expand and go to annually and then you could also go in smaller into hourly right uh or daily and then hourly um you could real crazy if you wanted to but it's just picking so we got to um um not customize but like basically our like practices like we got Mm -hmm. to pick um weekly what are what practice are we going to implement that's that's um harder for us it's upstream and that what's easiest for us are downstream and then the categories were um a practice that's loving god and the practice that's loving others so what's a practice that qualifies as loving god so like prayer meditation like mm-hmm. that type of stuff um that's hard for you and then what's easy for you and then what that's what you're going to do weekly and then do that again for um loving others loving others yeah and then annually like all of that so we got to like sit down and say i'm gonna implement this daily and i'm gonna implement this weekly and these are the ones that are hard for me when it comes to loving others these are the ones that are easy for me when it comes to loving others and then vice versa these are hard and what's easy when it comes to loving god Mm -hmm. um and so we were able to kind of just like customize that and like set up a game plan in order to like hey this is what we're going to do we're going to try implementing these practices and i think that's a good idea like moving forward like right if this is something that's all new to you right and you're wondering where do i start right um you can start with that so yeah. it's like even just start with the daily right and not even do the weekly or the anything else just right. daily pick yeah. four practices out of those categories and then just work on those four yeah and then as you get into a routine and a rhythm and you really feel like, wow, okay, I'm growing closer to the Lord and this is really working. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really enjoying this. Then you take it, you know, a step bigger and right. implement a weekly practice. Right. So that's like serving in church on Sunday. Like right. that's not something you normally do. Um, just all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I felt like that was really helpful for us like at the retreat. So yeah. that's... Um, I think that that's a great way for you to just get started with the practices if it's not something you've ever like done before. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. 
I wish I was. I couldn't go to the retreat, and I'm super bummed. But I know we wish Caleb were there. Yeah, you guys would have loved it. But yeah, definitely. I think that's a great way to start, and um, we hope that these um, podcasts have kind of helped you, um, like, open your eyes to different spiritual practices that maybe you've never even thought about or even heard about. Um, and we hope that you will take this and apply it to your life, and you will start practicing at least some of them um, and grow in your walk with God and. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'd love for you to follow us over on Instagram. Uh, We have a cultivate.pcc and that is where we advertise a lot of stuff. Um, So when we have new episodes that come out, we kind of give little clips and talk about it. Um, And then we also advertise like our fall study that's coming up. And we also have an event like churchwide event that's a movie at the park. And so we'll advertise that and um, post resources for women and, and different Bibles that we use to study in different journals and things like that. Um, It's just a really cool way for us to connect with you guys, our listeners, um, and to be able to hear your feedback. And we also would just like, we'd love to be doing Q and A's and different things like that to really get um, feedback from you guys on what you guys like hearing from us. If you guys have input on different things you'd want us to talk about. Um, And so be sure to head over to our Instagram page, cultivate.pcc and follow us. And we would love to chat with you.